Somebody fuck me. I'm Hang retarded. On. I lost the mouse. I am. Go live. I'm so <laughs> retarded. <laughs> I never say the R word. Guys, hold it together. We're live now. Hello. Oh, this wait, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> every fucking week. We'll oh, be right back we don't do after these uh, technical... No, wait, that's not the right one. <laughs> Shit. Look at him fumbling around in his fucking gaming chair. I like the gaming chair. How do I get to the uh, proper menu? This is uh, this is more complicated live. Mm. How do I get to it? I don't which, even uh, remember. Which oh, part there of the, it is. Which there part of the Take chair your time, man. Don't, your as long as you eat up time on this... All right. <laughs> Strap in. Off to a good start. <laughs> Welcome to Four Story Walk Up, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, we found our theme music. Thank you, John, uh, producer extraordinaire. No, no sense of rhythm what? at all. It's you couldn't. The timing have, of the button. You're terrible, man. It's the timing of the button. It do, it's it's not quick enough. No, it sounds good, man. Why not? Yeah, you're probably not plugged you're in. Pr- you might need a wiggle. It was unplugged. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's good enough. I I just can't hear any audio from it, but. That's good enough. I just that, can't hear I, any audio from that's, it. That's the best part of the so, headphones when you can't. You know, it's exactly the same thing all. as not having them at all. Yeah, but, no, uh, just keep moving the mobs. Good enough. Knobs, you. All right. Did you find? Maybe use it. Put it in a different. Oh no! Jack. Wait, I, I could hear the intro. I just couldn't hear the other thing you were doing. So. Oh. So Do not oh, come. Okay. There we go. Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah, the rim shot was uh, was a subtle. You know, a little bit of flutter in there with the, I don't know. I like my rim shots to be a little more intense. Uh, producer John forward, and uh, we have Arif Hussein to my left, and uh, I am Brian Godso. How are you? Oh, fucking great. Wow. Had a great weekend. Already starts with expletives, eh? We're in the middle of the week. You can't just come in, thunder <laughs> rolling with uh, I had a great weekend. It's exactly in the middle of the week. I've been carrying this energy through two it's terrible like, days. Like recording on Sunday night. We're like, How's your week? This pushed me right up to hump day. I'm still coasting on the wave of the weekend. Shaking fucking cigarette. Did you go food. Surfing? Surfing. I don't know. That just seems like that would be the appropriate level of like to. You imagine me on a surfboard. <laughs> I'm trying to, and it's very it, funny. It's gonna end with like several Arf people just spit COVID all over me. <laughs> He's like a golden retriever that they put on. Be <laughs> like a hippo with shorts. <laughs> and you know how that would end too. Like that. That would end with them having to remove me from the beach with dynamite. He's got a little <laughs> hippo with a little rubber ducky <laughs> a little, and a little floaty around his, yeah, like around his waist. <laughs> I got sunglasses and like one of those jungle hats. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said they're going to feed me marbles after You this. get eaten by a shark immediately. That, the, shark, that shark would have to like have a dog. That, that is correct. That is exactly what you would look like. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's, there it is. The, the, Hippo on a surfboard. That is perfect. That looks like a giant dog on. You found that surfboard. really fast. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's that's why I'm. Uh, 
That's why they pay me the zero bucks <laughs> yeah, for this. Pull, yeah, pull, put that up on the main screen, John. There's pop-ups. There's too many pop-ups on the Hippo oh Surfboard site. It's all of those questionable pornography. I wish you could just take Google can. Images and just drag the menu out and resize this thing. When's that technology coming, John? When is that technology coming, everyone? And if, if a shark were to eat me, they'd need, like, a take-home. Oh, wait, here's another one. Oh, this is a better group. one. This Hello, is bro. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, this is a new profile picture, Brian. One hundred percent. Oh, this is perfect. Why do I got like Andre the Giant? Years ago, wearing a singlet. Why wouldn't you? This is what exactly you would be wearing a singlet, because you wouldn't want, because you would be self-conscious about your nipples showing. You've just got a bunch of little spirals on you, though. No, is that a hippo or a really large lady? That's a that's a rhinoceros. Oh, okay, that is a rhinoceros. So it is a large lady. lady. It it is titled "Cute Surfing Hippo Vector Image with Lettering Stock Vector." Mm. Funny birthday, idiot. Yeah. How about that? That imagine it's your birthday and you got. There you go. Hello, Hello, summer. summer. (laughs) (laughs) These are. My birthday's in October. That's Brian's <laughs> album cover. Guys, do yourself a favor and Google Hippo Surfboard. There's yeah. there's not many results mixed in with the actual surfboards, but there's a few good ones. There's one. Yeah, take out the regular search term that you have, blonde, hot mom, sucks on cock, and then delete that and put in... Blonde, hot mom, sucks on hippo. <laughs> Put an apple make, on make sure Make sure the safe search is off so you get some of these tasty gems. That's right. These are all Brian. These are all that perfect images like of Brian. You probably shouldn't have that in your history. Oh, Brian and John going to the <laughs> beach. <laughs> well, Brian actually <laughs> wore a crab, crab costume in the Hard Times that movie. Way he, that way he, uh, John doesn't have to make eye contact with anybody. <laughs> He's trying to make eye contact. You're the one who's not making eye contact in that image. <laughs> in this universe, I am autistic. Yeah. Brian's pretty good. John's pretty good on the the eye contact. Oh, my beard is a brick wall. Uh oh, you're breaking the illusion. Our CGI budget is uh, already through the roof, Brian. Yo, my fucking ears look humongous with this. <laughs> <laughs> this is those are CGI unbelievable ears. How got, big those ears? We look. got the Indian Will Smith. Holy shit! Do they look this big? To me, they don't. I feel like how that it puts a, like a white border around them <laughs> to highlight it. Yo, this is. I'm not doing. You don't this. need to wear that feather anymore. It was inside you all along. What did that mean? That Dumbo, the plot of Dumbo. Oh right. <laughs> oh, Brian. <laughs> it turned out he could fly all along. Come on, that's what they used to call me in high school. By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's because you got big ass ears. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, here's a funny. My daughter was telling me that she has a in school. She, you know, one of her friends is Indian and her friend was talking about how she's, they're 12, so they were just making jokes in the hallway. Yeah. And she told Sahar, she was just talking to them about how, man, everyone, all of my relatives from India, whenever they come over, they all smell like shark. And the two of them were laughing, they're just kids. Yeah. And another girl just came up to them and said, that's Excuse me, that's racist. Was it a white? And, was it a white girl? Oh yeah, yeah. And then my daughter's friend, she's like, "But I'm, it's me. I'm making fun of me. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, that's pe- that's offensive against people from your own. You can't punch and, down to minorities, even if you are one. Yeah, I, I like how this other twelve-year-old is coming off like a 
Like a 32-year-old woman named Kathy in a Target? I was thinking that this is, is this what the- Did she have bangs? Did she <laughs> take out her Prominent phone bangs. Yeah, I was I got like, you on camera. I just try to imagine. I was like, "Is this what the Hitler Youth were like in the in the in the in the regular schools where they would just walk around? They're like, you know, you see Jews everywhere, and they're like, what? Are you sure? What's going on with you? I'm just saying, you can see them everywhere. Oh, I thought you were asking if the Hitler Youth were like that's racist. Well, that's kind of what I see them. <laughs> these people, like this this you know, twelve year old girl suddenly taking up the cause of, you know. <laughs> You know, inter Twitter battles and uh, being offended on behalf of the race of the person who's joking about their own their own race, and so I told my daughter, I th I I said to Sarah as I gave her an example of one of my dog shit jokes, and it's really embarrassing that my jokes haven't really evolved from what a twelve year old might say in a <laughs> you know in the locker room, yeah. She didn't laugh at all, even at the joke that I made about the. And she's a oh yeah, you know people. So there was another girl. I guess she had a. She's walks around with a hijab, and sometimes she goes up to the other girls, you know, because the girls are always talking about like the hair product that they have in their hair. And she says, uh, "This girl was just saying, oh, do you guys like my hair? I did it up really nice, you know. She's just showing her hijab, like the joke being that they can't see her hair. Yeah, she's like, really, I put some product in it, and then of course." On cue, some other white woman, <laughs> white girl, just walks. She's like, "That's that's phobic." I think that's phobic. She's like, "What are you talking?" About? And but this time around, what they said was, "No, what are you talking about? Can't you see her hair? She's got her hair there. It's right there. Can't you see it?" She's like, "I can see. She's wearing a hijab." I was like, "Oh my god, you can't see her." So they try to clown on her. Like, no, honey, wait, you don't understand. I'm imagining are are the little woke kids the nerds of today? I have no idea. I have to. I, I was trying to get I, more. I, I assume from like the younger generation, probably your daughter's generation, is going to be like rebelling against this because a lot of their parents would be of the age of wokeness. Apparently, according to her, all of the immigrant kids, like the the school there, is filled with like immigrant kids, like first generation immigrant kids. All the immigrant kids who don't give a shit about race. The only ones who give a shit about it. Are white women, <laughs> like <laughs> that's the only one who cares, because they're all you know half Syrian, half Palestinian, so it's all just a big mixture of a whole bunch of stuff, half Filipino, whatever you know. So she, it's a big, uh, it's a big, uh, it, it's news to her that other people care so much about about uh, about race in that way. Uh, she's like, does that? Is that what happens to you? As I, I mean, I have to think. It doesn't. It didn't exactly. It doesn't exactly happen. Has, I, I has anyone that. ever like white knighted you about a joke that you made about yourself? I have to think. Hmm. Just I got, don't. He's just imagining my head going around, just <laughs> saying slurs at him nonstop. Except just for like me, camel. when I'm quietly shaking my head in the background of the comedy club when you're doing it yeah exactly it's like what what is this hack dog dog <laughs> shit that you've been doing for the past seven years that you can't seem to break out of here this we same, go again here the this, old goat fucker this <laughs> uh, getting on this old hack treadmill eh all yeah, right what, i guess uh what if sahara was doing that that particular joke when the white in the little 12 year old white girl. The goat fucking has you just an ISIS material. No one understands. In the middle of like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, she pretends to fuck a stool. <laughs> she lost a sponsorship at her school. 
<laughs> yeah. I guess we don't get new gym equipment this year. She's like, what? Well, but my dad's from ISIS. What are you talking about? It's my culture. She's like, hey, just kidding around, folks. Hey, I know we had respect hey, around here. Tip the cafeteria staff. Yeah. Um, no, I have to say, I don't remember anyone getting upset on my on behalf of my own race. But I do. Well, except for those ladies who got upset that I said, thank you for democracy. Sorry about all of the suicide bombing. But I think she they got yeah, upset that when that I was, said the that word was, suicide. That was more them being fucking babies about her dead husband. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they just got upset because I said the word Afghanistan and suicide was in the sentence. Yeah, she, she got worried for a sec. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a very odd. I don't know. The race is a very strange. Like I was, um, before I forget, there was. Uh, I'm hogging up a lot, so if you guys have That's anything, fine. just tell me. Uh, just interrupt me. I went to before the show, uh, before our show, the No Jokes Bar on Saturday. Nick and I went to go watch a documentary at uh, this place. I don't know, was it? Um, close to the cop the, I think it's the, the gay bathhouse that's the gay bathhouse Nick and I we always visit there frequent there before that's, that's I do that's where you set. go to watch documentaries no it was a documentary in quotes but anyways this is a documentary for uh, I don't know why they had it why the black why it was for black history month but it was but I guess it was a cancelled screening CB4 no it was a documentary <laughs> <laughs> it was just a documentary called I'm gonna get you sucker yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was American History X, and uh, <laughs> that's the documentary shot in real time. That's right. Yeah, before yeah, but it was cut a halfway through. Like <laughs> he just goes to prison, and then it was like a happy ending. And for Black History Month, we now present the true tale of Blackula. Yeah, but <laughs> the Black Dragula. But it was just a documentary called Reggae, and it was shot in 1970. That's there's never been any, there haven't been any screenings of it anywhere. And uh, this was the, the the people had to get a special permission for it, and we went in there, and of course we went in there and you know kissed I, each other, deeply. kissed each other. But then with the ladies, uh, I'm sorry, we're actually wearing masks here, so we're gonna need to wear the mask. And so uh, you know, it was really like walking into you know those old like into um into a mosque in the old days when you know. Uh, when the when there was a funeral happening and then you had to everyone had to put on the headdress no matter what religion you are and i felt like okay well i guess got to do this we got to sp- we've got to still do this sort of medieval ritual and anyway we put on the mask we had to wear the mask through the whole thing so it's a documentary about reggae about the reggae music scene in england in the 196 late 1960s into the 70s how how was everybody smoking from their blunts through their masks <laughs> They were not okay. This is not what they do all the time during Black History Month. I, I think if there was, well, it's a, a line... reggae documentary. I'm not making it a racial thing. Oh, right. You know whether they jamming and uh, yeah, they were sm- smoking. Dust so they lifts. were they were not in fact jamming. They were not in fact. Well, the they, it was quite embarrassing because it was supposed to be like the underground reggae scene, and the first, we were all sitting down, and then I was like, please, there was supposed to be a Q and A period, and someone said, and. Uh, you know the guy who came up uh, at Wait, the front. Well, hold on, this is this is worth. Uh, do you know? Does anybody know this person? I have no idea. I no. I, I don't know this guy. Well, All right. Well, we noted, man. That's, that's um, cool. Good good parenting tips. Thank you. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you called your kids that's a packy. An ex- that's an exclusive um, that's for cool. the uh, the video version. I mean, we could describe it. There's a uh, a comment from Facebook. Singstaraj, uh, I think. Singstaraj. White guilt is overbearing now. Sounds I call like my he, kids racial epithets. It sounds like he might have been in the reggae documentary. Yeah. Uh, and uh, no, wh- which Indian. epithets is what I want to know. Yeah. Or do we? <laughs> that's what we. Yeah, he just puts the end. Just posts the end word over and over again. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he just leaves. Yeah. So I'm gonna call you the N word until you finish your dinner. So it's a bunch Comment of old section just goes all Joe Rogan on us. That's right. Oh yeah, they, they have this, they're its own N word compilation. Uh, I'm an N word compilation. You know, from different parts of the N word world. The, <laughs> the N world. Yeah. Like like someone's just pasting it together. Like we found an ER here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. So it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be underground reggae. So I know because I lived with Nick and I lived together, and we were like, you know, we used to listen to a lot of. I, I'm not a big. I just listen to whatever the hell, whatever vinyl records they have. Like a lot of like ska and reggae, and you know, by osmosis, you know, I, you, I guess I became a fan. But it was sort of even on those circles, you don't really talk about, you know, the mainstream reggae stuff. It's kind of sort of verboten. To, it's kind of you know hack to uh, to mention them, and uh, he, the guy keep mentioning like yeah this is the underground reggae and one guy at the front he's like well I have a I have a question about the kind of artists do you think uh, Bob Marley is going to be in there <laughs> and then and then Nick and I was like oh fuck man this fucking loser but then You're later like, boo yeah. get out. <laughs> Is this going to give us the backstory of the song Informer? (laughs) (laughs) That that underground Toronto reggae? I I really love uh, Temperature by Sean Paul. (laughs) Can we listen to Temperature? (laughs) Will this give me the right temperature to shelter me from the storm? And uh, so the guy had to be really nice and said, no, no, I don't think so. But this is sort of, you know, better. There were a lot of reggae artists and, you know, there's, uh, you know, this documentary showcases just a few of them. Do they showcase the Snoop Lion period of Snoop Dogg? (laughs) I gotta say, I don't think this period, this is the 1970s. I don't think that was around at that time. But good question. Thank you, sir. Um, Please keep your mask on. Don't take it off ever, please. And there's a, like, that would be my line, I think. Because, like, I'll wear a mask if I'm asked, uh, like, in various places. But I think to see a reggae documentary, I think that might be where I'd be like, you know what? I haven't, I haven't really been faced with going into a place that was like, uh, excuse me, we're still, I haven't, it would depend on where it is. There are circumstances where I would just be like, all right, but goodbye. Like if it was something that I could just go to a different equivalent place, it well, would the, depend on what it is. What surprised me was I'm the, not going to inconvenience myself too much to make a point. It was the, to- the, 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 you know, usually I'm used to the, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. We have to put your mask up over the, over your nose, please. You know. When we went to the pet store, you know, back in the oh, even day. the up over your nose, okay. yeah, they not, daughter, not just enough the gesture of it; it needs to be oh, correct. That that was something interesting I noticed because I went to Sobeys on the weekend, and like the only people that would give me stink eye for not wearing a mask were like people wearing a mask underneath their fucking nose. <laughs> I haven't noticed any stink eye. I probably I don't really. I just might not notice it. No, yeah. I, I don't think it's happening by and large, but the few, like there was 
I'm trying my best not to give stink eye to the people still wearing masks when they don't have to. I'm trying to be respectful. In I, my head, I'm still rolling my eyes pretty hard. Yeah, no, they can feel it, John. I, you have no way of controlling the... Th- the but I the mean, dripping. like, I, I look at them the same way that I would have looked at somebody walking down the fucking street in, the in a mask in 2019. <laughs> not in the eyes. I'd be like, what? what is this motherfucker up to? Yeah. So... We wa- we're watching this documentary and it's like really a relic of how like they j- so it's supposed to be like how look at how great this music is and how interesting it is and largely it is like it is quite interesting to see this scene pop up in England in the 1970s but they have this very odd way of talking about it first off they have this DJ that they, they <laughs> that they're talking to they co- but they're not back then. They were not called DJs, and he's introduced himself as a disc jockey, and he's he's dressed in a turtleneck, and he and his in the face he looks like DiCaprio in uh, Django Unchained, you know, with the fucking mustache, <laughs> and he's like, well, yes, reggae music, you see, begins from the jungle, and it it mixes the rhythms of the jungle with modern life and it is the music of the streets where like, like a guy that looks like samuel jackson's character comes out he's be like bob Marley's approaching yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, he's coming he's gonna do some reggae I but this guy's go away this this guy he's a white dude but he's trying to he's putting on a, this very professorial air about reggae music it is the music of of the heart is and civilized society and American society cannot really understand this beautiful feverish music and then there is a yeah and then there's I imagine this guy like in like sweating trying to like transcribe his favorite reggae song onto like uh, bar music and like to (laughs) map out the notes and he just can't because it's there's something there that he just can't grasp and it infuriates him and to illustrate their point, they have this montage going of what life is like at the time in Jamaica. And he says at the time, he's like, well, life in Jamaica, you could see, was was sharply divided between two different segments of society, the, the white society. And then, you know, there's a picture of just what white people were like in Jamaica. And it literally, Hello. it looks... It looks like footage from the Great Great Gatsby. It's just like people smoking and you know, just like flapper dancing, flap, yeah, <laughs> jumping in <laughs> pools, da 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 da. You know, just like sipping on a gin martini. Like the girls have got the, you know, the polka dot dresses and with the big glass, and they're like, oh, this is so much fun at the beach. There's like yes. a guy in the corner on his typewriter, drinking hard and contemplating blowing his brains out. <laughs> and, and then of course. The working class black society. And then the next image is just a black man, just a poor black man sitting on a donkey. Like, <laughs> he's like, carry. And I was like, is, do you not, is there no normal, like, is there no normal regular version of those two? Is that, is the only thing that existed in Jamaica in the 1970s? In like yeah, is <laughs> In nineteen in the nineteen seventies, it's just ridiculous. You could fight. He's like, I gotta get to market. <laughs> yeah, he's like a toothless guy. <laughs> he's got a straw hat. He's got like a lazy eye. I was like, is this really? Re- you couldn't find a regular person. 
the, I'm going to the reggae show. I get what he's trying to articulate. I'm not saying that there was any sinister motives, but just the idea that they need to hammer it into your brain that there were like extremely rich people and really and the poor people were so so poor, you know, like and the the idea that somehow you couldn't get subtlety and nuance by just showing what regular life was like in 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 Jamaica to illustrate what it is was that was going on in Ray. and then at certain times he says well yes it was really the rhythms of the the primal rhythms of the people from the jungle and then then you did, they just show literally a guy like fucking papa shango and the next song that plays in the concert is a guy just doing a cover of a CCR song and you're like what the <laughs> fuck are you, what are you talking about man it's just a rock and roll song like they just you know obviously yeah. they're just doing the thing they hear a song and they're like oh maybe you know I'll, I'll i'll make some version of it or i'll try to you know i'll try to improve on it which is essentially what those guys were doing they're just messing around what it that's what it looks like right yeah but instead you got this guy describing them like it's a guy with a bone through his nose like, <laughs> yes, playing the exactly. drum with a grass skirt <laughs> yes and we we've <laughs> like and the most this, racist guy in the whole thing is the guy that made the movie yes this next band it has the lead singer his name is kamala and he's <laughs> he's like oopakaka 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 um and there's this one point where i couldn't even believe like you can really they really we really comes a come a long way on race and stereotypes where they were trying to talk about how uh again the idea that the reggae is this very sort of primal force that it comes from really the rhythms of biology and you they know just, they just spend 15 minutes on how like certain lumps on the skull <laughs> determine durability in <laughs> reggae music the big calipers like, yeah he's like you see here is where the music comes from <laughs> boy <laughs> <laughs> you see the large the, the larger head with the smaller brain brings yeah. the rhythms from the jungle and the idea of him and he's a uh, uh, it must it have been resonates in just the right way on the inside <laughs> i was telling you i was like it must have been so different in the 1970s being called calling yourself i am a disc jockey now we just know this guy as a dj just this like anyone who calls themselves as a dj you just think of this idiot like wearing white headphones at a at a fucking reception being like hey guys <laughs> turning a knob every <laughs> hey grandma and grandpa come on down to the dance floor we got uh, the right temperature to keep you from the storm Get <laughs> yeah and so they at one point they're trying to describe how primal this music is and you know of course the musicians are up there and you know they're doing the thing it's a concert right and also by the way these out these concerts also look so interesting cuz the, the young kids they all dress like uh <laughs> they just look like they dress like high school math teachers now they just they, oh, they, really the, back then they were dressed yeah. in in England they were all wearing the the barracuda uh jackets like the big thick glasses and the yeah the thick glasses with the with the you know with the uh, with the with the doc martin they, they all dressed like um what do you call them mods right yeah but now no one knows you see a mod now and they're like oh this guy is just a square he's probably yeah, that's he's going say. to a meeting yeah that guy is a square daddy <laughs> yeah, yeah they don't say square he's like what come is on this? kitty cat let's get down to the hip joint <laughs> yeah, let's the go barricade. down yeah no but they, they they don't look like you know they just look like they're going to a wedding reception you know they just they don't look 
those people were cool back then, right? Going to a competitive TI-82 programming contest. <laughs> right. Yeah, here we go. The first person to make TI- it say boobies wins. One of the graphing calculators. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, at this one point in the documentary, so they're showing how these musicians, you know, they're really sort of, they just get into the rhythm and they nothing is planned because so they're dancing and you know they're doing the thing where they just got like blah, 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 you know they're doing the scatting and whatever and you know convulsing on the floor and then the audience is going crazy and the girls by the way none of the girls have any asses at all i don't know this is i didn't think did women have asses before nine maybe before just 20? the style of reggae dancing didn't uh, wasn't a good workout for the uh, for the asses yeah all of the asses were flat i was making sure i had a magnifying glass up there to make sure mm-hmm. And, you know, they were all just, <laughs> and all the dancing is just, yes. <laughs> like they don't even know, you know, it's such a different from what, it's such a difference from what we see dancing now, which is just, here's my entire ass in your face right yeah. now. But when um, you don't have that, you just have to improvise. Yeah. And at one point, this DJ is like, well, it was these people, this, this is quite rebellious music and this cannot be contained this music cannot be contained it is it is vicious it is angry it is of of the people and just at that moment for some reason it cuts to as this guy is dancing on the on the stage for some reason it cuts to i'm not kidding you footage for a clip from king kong <laughs> <laughs> Just was beating he, his chest. Was he like tied bat- up and he like broke out? Broke out. Is it possible that this old documentary was actually racist propaganda and some dipshit found it thinking that it was a real documentary? No, no. He, I mean, imagine the documentary. I get what they're trying to say that it's Is like. Is the gay bathhouse a secret Nazi front? Yeah. <laughs> it is. You, 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 you take a look. But you the, see what they were thinking. You take a look at the mask they hand you and it has a swastika on it. I mean, if that, like, if they had cut back from the footage of, you know, King Kong busting out of the cage back to the concert and the guy was eating a banana, I'd be like, guys, we gotta, we yeah, gotta stop this. We can't do this anymore. All right. The end of the movie, they're handing out pamphlets to join the Azov Battalion. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it just cuts into, like, the second half of Most Valuable Private. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Just a monkey playing baseball. Yeah, but it was very serious. Like, they were like, this is... And, you know, in their head, they were thinking, yes, this is because that's exactly what King Kong was. He was just, you know, bursting out. You would have to think, like, one of the organizers, probably the one that, like, yelled at you guys about bass at that very moment. He wasn't... She wasn't... To be fair, she didn't yell. She didn't have to say anything. She just... Very... It was was the opposite of the yelling. It was, like, hyper nice. Um, guys... Yeah. Would would you say that King Kong was jamming? He was, I think, jamming. I think that's okay. what he was. He it's was doing a little thing, few King things Kong's more. King Kong's got a big blunt. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's got to exist on the internet. King Kong smoking a blunt. Oh, yeah, that's probably. great. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just a different... But then I was reading about... Uh, I'm reading this book called uh, uh, Fantasyland. It's by a guy called Kurt Anderson, and it's a big history book. But it's a history of America of american the american obsession with uh, conspiracy theories and and religiosity you know and it begins right from the be- the beginning of america right to right to now and 
there's one point in it where he's talking about like the 18th century and oh sorry what am i saying the 18th century in the beginning of the 19th century he's talking about the rise of the pentecostal like all of the 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 protestant sects within christianity yeah. that rose up in america you know the methodists and whatever and of them the pentecostals uh he focuses in on them you know he says like so the pentecostals i guess uh i didn't know this i only found this out about 2 weeks ago that the pentecostals were so the 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 i guess this is i don't you probably know more about the bible but the pentecosts were something <laughs> he does he went to bible yeah. camp i'm not being sarcastic I, I know, it, it's still funny to me <laughs> I'm the biblical scholar of, of, the, of the three of us. He probably has more read Father the Bible John. more times than I have. Yeah. But it's so in the New Testament there's a part in it where when Jesus is crucified, the apostles get what are called pentecosts, which is the ability to speak in the tongues of all of the people within uh against Jerusalem at the time they were given the power in the bible it states that that's what they were given that as soon as he was I'm crucified I'm not familiar with that but I I've I've anyway. heard something like that around Pentecostal I don't really know much but that So that's what the idea was the jean skirts um so that's what they the idea jean, jean skirts So when they you know when the So when these people they start uh, so the the thing about like talking in tongues that comes from the Pentecostal church right uh or it comes from that one specific idea of the pentecostal church um and there's a passage in the book that i wanted to <laughs> that i found that was wild all right <laughs> so this is he's talking about the so this time he's talking about the the founding of uh of the church and he's talking about the main two founders okay. and an event that happens at the at the me how do i st- all right <laughs> god damn it all right hang on harf doesn't okay. know how to use a cell phone all right <laughs> <laughs> man uh, i wish our audio listeners about? could see this hang on hang on hang on he's hang just on. he's just reenacting what king kong kong would be doing if he had a smartphone <laughs> He's he's like 2 minutes away from calling his daughter to make it go. What the hell? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, guys. How do I look at this damn thing? It keeps changing the fucking thing. It keeps changing on me. You took a picture of it. No, I had it. Right. Hang on. You just have to tilt your head. <laughs> All right. The main two founders of Pentecostalism were a pair of young evangelists, former Methodists by way of the Holiness movement Charles Parham who had set up a little Bible college in Topeka for people willing to forsake all sell what they had give it away and enter the school where oh, he thought sound like a scam where he thought that the end time was near <laughs> on the very first day of the 20th century this 27 year old put his hands on a student a 30 year old woman and according to him a halo seemed to surround her head and face as she began to speak in the chinese language and was unable to speak english for 3 days i have a question one second <laughs> listen to this listen to this 
although a local chinese person said that what she spoke wasn't chinese at all the believers believed and soon more tipikins including the minister and his clerical peers were excitedly speaking different dozens of made up foreign languages funny if it actually was chinese but the chinese person was just like nah <laughs> I, i don't that ain't it oh man just the <laughs> she just asked me where the library was i don't she just picked up on like a certain dialect that she was racist against so she didn't want to give them any credit for actually speaking chinese no that's yeah. cantonese they're fucking novel people <laughs> dirty gross i uh that's I, the beginning of the fucking church this <laughs> That's the beginning of it. Man, I I I've found a religion. <laughs> That's <yeah. laughs> That's where speaking in tongues comes from. And there's this like great part in the book where he talks about something called the the Cain the, the you, you ever hear about this Cain Ridge? Do you know about this? Sounds so vaguely familiar but So no. it's a festival. <laughs> I say it's a festival. Okay, the beginning of the 1800s in in Kentucky I guess there was this place called Cane Ridge where they had an outdoor in July they had an outdoor festival get this where they just brought preachers from different uh Protestant sects yeah and uh, they the, remember the Protestant sects were supposed to be uh they were against the Catholic uh religion right like they were against the sort of austereness of the classic religion you know with the mass and the, everything is like uh uh defined and very sort of uh, solemn and so the 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 protestant sects were like fuck the lord is in us you know so they had this outdoor festival in in Colcane Ridge where they just had a bunch of preachers just one by one just out just scream the word of the lord uh one after the other and then people in the audience would just be like oh 
and he's like, it's like this is, and, and then he, you know, he contrasts that. He's like with with Woodstock and every outdoor music festival is essentially an offshoot of what was happening at Cane Ridge. <laughs> It's just, it's just people pre, like, you know, just crazy people just saying things and then people be like, oh, I feel the Lord, you know, like they were rolling around in the mud and all of this shit. I was like, it's fascinating that all of like American culture can be traced down to just religious preaching. There's a, from the, there's from a video the and I think I sent it to the group chat, uh, but it's starting to make a lot more sense now. It was uh, this uh, rapid, like this church rap where they tried to get the youth into like going to church. And, uh, like they, they go like, come on down Sunday, save your, like, you know, this, all this bullshit. But then he goes, Jesus is my, oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at least they admit that he's black. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's progressive of some sort. And I'm like, how did this come about? Oh, okay. Yeah. It, American religion started with finding the one Chinese woman in town. <laughs> So I think whether Ching Chong Wing Wong was real Chinese. Well, the American religion starts off with two things. It's like, fuck you, you're lying to me. And uh, uh, this is mine and not yours. That's American religion. Yeah. Like that's the that's the basis of all of the protest, all of the Protestant sects and the, the like the political offshoots that come out of it. They're based on exactly those kinds of things. Hands off my stuff. And you fucking, you're fucking lying to me. Jesus and George. That's what happens with the USA. That's right. USA. Yeah. Fucking Jesus and George like, driving from a the monster truck, chugging back a Bud Light. Yeah. Two machine guns shooting in the air. Well, yeah, they were talking about that even with the, like the Salem witch trials where, you know, the idea now we think of the witch trials as like, oh, this was, uh, we, our conception of the, the witch trials is that that it come is mostly from I didn't realize it's I kind of get it now that it comes from uh, you know that Arthur Miller play The Crucible where in the play it's all supposed to be a lie like the people of the town don't actually believe these people are witches but they just want to persecute them but the truth is you know no no those people actually believe that those people that the women were in fact. Uh, witches, right? I don't oh, know. I, I I'm not was, a biologist. Yeah, I thought it was more like I don't know. Nancy's Nancy's being a real cunt lately. That's so right. I'm just That's gonna exactly call her a witch. That. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I watched a documentary today. It was that Will Smith documentary mm -hmm. you guys told me about, Dark Water. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that too the other night. Yeah. That's yeah, you exactly the what the fuck happened. <laughs> One second. I don't think I don't know that was a documentary. That seemed like a movie about a man I, who the, loses the his mind. The main guy and... was in like white face makeup mm -hmm. though. But mm -hmm. that, was, have... that was kind of offensive. I don't remember that as a documentary exactly. If I remember the plot correctly, but it's about a man who loses his mind when his manipulating wife goes off and fucks other dudes and uh, he just has to watch there and sit there and Lots just of take glowering it from a darkened corner. <laughs> <laughs> just well you get like quick shots of Anna Darmas's pancake titties. You know, you watch that movie and you think if you hadn't a, if we hadn't have witnessed what we witnessed today, like I was 
fully on board with like, oh, this is complete schlock. Like, there's no no guy would yeah. ever be like this. Yeah, like it seemed insane, right? Until exactly. Sunday. You're like, why would this guy? No, no guy is ever gonna go, go ever gonna be this mad that he's gonna go kill someone. Obviously, he has all of this money. Why would he be this? He's a progressive guy. Obviously, this is schlock. You know, this is just some pulp noir. I get it. You know, I I used to, I I wasn't gonna watch it, but this morning when I was making my breakfast, I'm like, I'm just gonna start watching this thing on my tablet, and I watched like some of it until I had to go to work and then i instead of going to lunch i just spent an extra hour finishing off dark water at my desk at work <laughs> it hooks you doesn't it like it's- i used to watch those movies yeah. when i was a, a certain age mostly for the nudity yeah, but i also the- enjoyed Yo, that lady's nipples are wild yeah. well it was it was odd that that's not usually how the nudity is distributed there's like one very prominent titties scene at the beginning and then maybe a little bit of side boob later yeah it's odd that it's kind of top loaded usually i mean from scanning through the the movie network uh, guide to figure out which movies had some nudity it would even break it down by nudity and brief nudity like a flow chart but usually like in that kind the of a movie coming <laughs> it's finally going together if if, the, if there's if there's no, no titties in the first 15 minutes there's You're going out. to be no titties and if there are titties in the first 15 minutes, there's going to be titties throughout. Lots of it. That's the deal these movies face. Like I'm not yeah. sitting through another this. episode of The Hunger ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did I did still enjoy watching it, just the rhythms of it. I never saw any of the movie any of the big ones that was directed by the same like I never saw Fatal Attraction and what was the other one? Unfaithful uh, in, in with Diane Lane. That one's a good one. Unfaithful I'm, to Diane I'm, Lane. No, I, I was. I'm familiar with Indecent Proposal just from various oh, and parodies and references, but I've never seen the actual movie. Jacob's. It's not that kind of movie, but he directed Jacob's Ladder as well. Yeah, I did see Robin that Williams once, but that I don't one? remember much Sorry? about it. Robin Williams. No, with um, Tim Robbins. Oh right, he's going to. He's he's dying. Whatever. Yeah, he, he took. He was in an LSD. Yes, experiment. yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. But that. like, in, that's a fucked up movie. Yeah, it's it's fucking great. Yeah, I like that movie. But it, it's set up like in mild spoiler for review. Dark Water. Oh, let's just spoil the whole. It's thing. it's set up like I'm expecting there to be like a twist. And there just wasn't at all. No, like the yeah, premise. The premise of the movie is. Is Ben Affleck killing the boyfriends of his slutty wife? And yep. Yep. That's <laughs> the 100%. Like it seemed Obviously. like it was setting him up as a red herring and it was going to turn out it was maybe really her all along or something like that. By the but way, it's just I no, was hoping he that he would be a little bit have a little bit more tact in the killing. And well, it's terrible with you. at it. And How it, did he get away? <laughs> he was literally poking a body with a stick, and then like the the fucking crime writer comes down. And he's like, why the fuck? Doing? Why the like, fuck was oh. that guy there? We didn't establish that he was fu- like they could have had like a shot of died. him like. <laughs> Yeah, that like they could have had a shot oh, of that yeah, guy following him. But he's peeling away and he's like, "Fuck you, you're going to jail, freak." I'm and trying like, to tell my wife I told you so. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how to. His car blows up. <laughs> His car didn't blow up. It yeah, went it off. Yeah, it just went off the cliff. It, there's no explosion. Listen, I like the humiliation of nerds. But uh, like, I don't, manner. I don't know why I was expecting it. Those that style of erotic thriller from the '90s didn't really ever have a twist ending i get actually kind of it's the same trick that basic instinct pulled where they they're yeah. kind of 
when it starts out, there isn't good lighting with the original like ice pick. So you're like, that it could be, be Sharon Stone, but maybe it, like it's it's gray enough that it might be like it might actually you're expecting the twist to come, and then it's yeah. like no, it's, it was Sharon Stone that the whole time. It was her. Yeah, you saw her pussy. You know it's her. Um, just but I, but I enjoyed it. I was like not bored at any any piece of it. I, well, except for the weird, they just have the child actor singing in the back seat of a car at the like as in in the middle of the credits. Yeah, so it was scene. a very wholesome that, sort of. That was you know. just like oh, this precocious child actor was just being adorable on set. Yeah, they oh, put it in the movie. Even the kid was like, you fucking killed that guy, Dad. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? Shut like, up. No, what you fucking drowned him. him. Everyone saw it. Because they, they play it up like at first, like he's like, yeah, I hit him in the head with a hammer. And then they find him and the guy had been shot. So I was like, oh, well, maybe he was just mouthing off. Mm. But nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Rock's going to end up in a pool face down. And, and the, the snails... For like, it's like, good, he, it's like, he, like you said, the like perfect. The I wish I had the clip of the boyfriend being like about like, yeah, can we can we eat them? And he's like, and he's like, poison. well, what are they? Your pets? And like, well, what are they for? And he says they're for nothing. And like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of like the devotion of that. That it's a completely. That, that, that you think it, that he's going it? to feed a body to the snails well, or they something? They mentioned yeah. that, like in that scene, he's like, uh, and the po- and if, if you eat them before you starve them, they're poison. So I thought maybe someone would get, like, he would get. No, poison. it's a well, There was also the first boyfriend that made a point of like, if I eat shellfish, I will die. That's, so there's like two potential easy ways to, to kill, kill somebody. Boss. But instead, but it's supposed to be about him being controlling these. Uh, I think the idea was that he was controlling the shellfish in the same manner as he was being controlled by his wife. Maybe that's how I read it as that the that he he, he is controlling the sh- the snails in the same manner as his wife is controlling his mind. Yeah, that that makes sense. And there's also like a half hour of the movie that got. She's out. not really controlling it's like a him though. He's yeah. he's very bad at setting boundaries. Yeah, an, an open relationship which would work every time in real life, as we've seen. No, but the, you know, I can I can see where some of the problems were. <laughs> he was clearly not okay with it, and she was still kind of rubbing it in his face. That so that's not cool. But he's also doesn't kind of put a foot down where he's like i'm not comfortable with this you do what you want i just don't want to see it in my house want, and in front of my friends you know the, the thing the pro the the thing <clears throat> with that movie is that you're watching ben affleck right and you're watching this hot whatever spanish lady you know and oh, you cocaine think, uh, oh cocaine <laughs> um cocaine uh, <laughs> Co- I didn't say Colombian. You fucking piece I of think shit. is the actress might be Colombian. She's I don't Cuban. Know what she is. She's Cuban. Uh, Anna de Armas is Cuban. They probably have cocaine in Cuba. Who you know, knows? she's probably. in a uh, a Marilyn Monroe Manor, biopic. I fucking told you that, you motherfucker. Um, well, I'm bringing it up for the podcast. Oh, okay, sorry. I don't know. You should give me credit when I say a thing. You know how you told me there was a Marilyn Monroe biopic that's NC-17. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's the guy who made. Um, uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, the Casey Affleck and oh. uh, Brad Pitt, movie. Michael Bay. Yeah. No, uh, Andrew <laughs> Dominic, I think is the name. He's an Australian director. He's really good. 
But really good. Like as though you, everyone's like, oh wow, Arif, you have good opinion about Andrew Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really good, is it? Um, no, what I was I saying is that you. you watch this movie and you're like, you, why don't you leave him? Why don't you? Why don't you leave her, dude? You're fucking Ben Affleck. You can fuck anybody. That's the problem he, with having he, he Ben Affleck. To, in he that. wanted to have a daughter. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you're having a handsome, tall guy being in that in that position. You 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 watch it being like, just gotta get out. You just gotta get out of this fucking relationship. It's the Will Jada problem. It's the I same. I know that's thing. what I was. Oh, the, that's wait, what? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry for ruining your transition. Uh, hold on. Yeah, you're right. Hold on. No, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like but that's what I was getting at. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, like. Well, but I've been there, man. You've been in like. Yeah, you've been. This... You, you could have anyone. No, I've been in that re- position where you. You ever been in that position where you're like in a relationship with someone where like their idea of a relationship is completely different. From yours, like one hundred percent, yes. <laughs> they're like, uh, I want to. At the guy I want that, you yeah. to yell and scream and be a man. And I was like, I am not gonna do any of those things. <laughs> I am uh, try to keep my voice down and uh, I'm just gonna not yell, yell at my in fat public. friend for having a dirty car. I'm gonna yell at my fat friend. <laughs> I'm gonna project all of my insecurities onto him quietly, so that oh, no there's one... there's a lady out there who's craving that. Yeah. <laughs> just wants to see you dress me down. Some bitch with a dirty car that needs to be told how to act right. She's just like hanging out in the shadows, flicking her bean while you're fucking dressing me down. Oh, Brian, why are you being... Just picture this hot supermodel lady just coming out of a limo and instead of like the John Woo doves, it's all McDonald's bags. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you have a dirty car. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me I'm a fat pig. Yeah, it's funny to watch. Like, you know, makes her use her high heels as like a garbage pick. <laughs> pick them up. Put it in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's like watching that footage from the the Oscars. Like, it's like uh, no matter how many times you watch it, you it's like you imagine being Chris Rock and thinking about the parallel. Life. Like, I was for two days. I was thinking about. I used to. I was going through videos about. How you're going handle, over like the Zapruder film? Yeah, well, how to handle people walking up to you? Like, so I was watching like Gracie Jujitsu videos about how to handle people walking up on you. <laughs> Flip somebody like you, you're Steven Seagal. Well, it's happened to John, and it's happened to me uh, on a different, uh, not on the same occasion. It's happened it to John could, in the it, parking lot. It could. It happened to me at the R bar before too. I told the story on the podcast before the old man that went up to me and he even yes. cocked back and it was it turned into a handshake. I'm not sure if it was meant to be a handshake all the way through. I, might, I think he might have changed course. I was talking to someone uh, when it happened too about uh, like <clears throat> a similar thing that I saw that happened with Ben back in the Wilsers room. I don't know if you guys were there for that. No, but he made fun of like some girl who wouldn't shut up. And her boyfriend got up and just fucking gave him one across the face. No way. And he, and he, the guy got like fucking rushed out by uh, the bouncers and he waited for him in the parking lot. So Ben, so he got punched. Yeah, he got punched. It, so it wasn't did he like not, a big did he hit, not see, he, did he just rush the stage? Yeah, he just he got up. He must have made a really mean haircut joke. <laughs> he just told her to shut up, you bitch. Like, that's all he said. <laughs> I don't believe you, you old bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should Pretty that lady have man. punched me in the face? 
That's probably more deserving. Well, I think that we we, we reserve different uh, sets of behaviors for women than we do for men because men are not equal to women. Or I should say women are not equal to men. I apologize to women more than I do to... Like, to men, because I've seen you and I do the same thing, I double down immediately. Which is weird to see him, like, when... when uh, when I saw Chris Rock sort of immediately take, go back on him, go, um, you know, dial his uh, anger back, I, I was surprised because my immediate reaction is to just go over the top when it's a dude. But and but, but if it's a woman yelling at me and I was like, oh, holy shit, I can't. Because it's like you yeah. said. Well, it's a it's, different thing with like in that setting. He's wearing a tux and there's lights and sure. cameras and everything. I saw it's like, a, the, I saw a like screenshot that's like. He had his, Chris Rock had like his right fist balled up for like, if not just a moment where like maybe he was thinking like, no. Right. <clears throat> but I don't know. It's just like, this is, this is the nightmare scenario that like May is anxious on my behalf pretty much every time that I do a comedy show because she's worried that this will happen to me and to, you know, have it happen so prominently and in front of the world has only made her like we were uh i put on some youtube video or something that was uh that that had that clip in it or something and may like couldn't like she was having like a ptsd ptsd and like couldn't watch it like i like i'm not happy about it and i'm worried that we need to i think it makes it a little bit more likely that it might happen to us. Well, it won't happen. I don't think it'll happen But, like, to us, I don't have that visceral, like, when I see it, I'm not like, oh. Like, well, the- I, don't, I don't, like, feel it, like, like if somebody gets hurt in a jackass movie. Well, it, it made me think, like, even what happened this weekend uh, on Friday when I was doing that Punchline show, uh, there was a group of, like, it's my birthday. Yeah, there were hot chicks, right? Yeah. And they fucking were, dog brain sitting in the front row, yeah, fucking, yammering. Yeah, yeah, and just, like, being a fucking nuisance to everyone. Yeah. They, the, uh, the, the, the Hitler youth, the hot Ar- white I'm going to correct you right there, Arif. It's even worse when they're loud and not attractive. Yes. Don't, don't, don't act like that's the second offense. <laughs> no, it's only, I feel like it's if you're... It's more okay if at least we can look at them. No, it, if yeah. they're ugly and annoying, no, I get more. Get out of here! I get more annoyed if they're Wait, hot. Hold on, if you're ugly ever. and annoying, do not come. <laughs> no fat chicks. That doesn't apply to the comedians. It's only. It's only. <laughs> All are welcome on that side of the microphone. It's only fucking dumb, hot white women who think that they can just like. You know, a person like like ugly people, like three of us, we'd be like, oh, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Oh, oh. That that's their that's their entire fucking experience. Is is were, people, were you oh. recording me when I was meeting women? <laughs> well, like what I was thinking of is like the worst that they did. They got asked to be quiet. They stormed out and like argued with the host about how they were helping. But uh, like, well, if, I can't even laugh at the comedy show. Oh, that I'm just answering out. the question. Shut up, you whore. But like uh, now, after like the slap, if they had like their dumb boyfriend who wants still wants to get laid at the end of the night, and they're like, "You gonna fucking let him fucking talk to him?" No, that what you do is you double down. Oh yeah, you don't see the thing. The problem with Chris Rock, what 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 Chris Rock did, he did two th- stupid things. He thought that the guy was coming up to them, and he didn't. Like it's tap like well, I it's very I absurd. I don't, th- I don't think that he had any idea what was coming. He thought, like I don't know, he was reacting to it as if it was a bit. 
Yeah, because but he didn't he because he doesn't have any sort of combative instincts. He's lost touch with. Well, then just he walked up very casually. He probably didn't even have a mean look on his face. Oh he no, he did. Just, yeah, he yeah, did. No, he, he did. At least you can see that in his face that there's something, and he and he's and he's sort of pulling back as he's going up to him. So I guess. All of the combat to the people who like I, I read it as he just thought Will Smith was gonna come up and be like, "Oh, you." No, man, he's in it. It's you've seen the face. You know what's in the eyes. You've seen the eyes when they fucking. I know when I was about to say his name, but when the person who we usually have problems with at the bar, who you're gets, not narrowing it down. <laughs> you know the person, the musician. Who okay. Does, All yeah, right. When that when that person sort of comes up on we know that there's a physical thing going on yeah you know that there, it's in the eyes you can see it in the eyes typically uh and it was in and in you, their war cries that's right and their war cries and the big piss stain in the front of their pants <laughs> um but yeah so he was cocking back before he walked up to to to, to chris rock but, but chris rock's been doing all of these like you know, he's just been doing nice gigs where people sort of polite libtards just like clap and smile at him, right? And he doesn't, he's never been, he hasn't done these like, you know, he hasn't dealt with these well, kinds of another, retards. Supposedly another one of those gigs. That's why there was no security. No one would think that. Yeah, because at base, yeah. they don't think, because you think that after you lose, after you get a certain amount of money and fame and wealth and success, that you are... Uh, immune to the vagaries of your animalistic instincts, right? And you're not. And Will Smith is not because he's just being manipulated because he got cocked over and over again yeah. by his yeah. Well, like it, it's very it's wife. very clear that he, he wasn't defending do. her honor. He was trying to recover some, some scrap of his. of his own. Just I'm a tough man. I'm mm. no cuck. Oh, people yeah, show you. I did a good thing, eyes. baby. Didn't I? Didn't I do a do good thing? Look at me, baby. You can watch me have sex tonight. Oh, you thanks. did good. Can I? But it's like I, I you think can touch a boob. The, I think the majority of even the coverage of it that I've seen has been pretty across the board. Mostly, this is a bad thing for him to have done, but it's still disconcerting the number of people just. Oh yeah, I saw that some- are like, yep, he got what he he got coming to him. You don't talk about a man's lady like that. Yeah, yeah. I saw people on Twitter like making wish lists of all the comedians that they want to go. Like there are arguments about like I want to go after Rogan next, and someone will be like, Rogan's like a six degree black belt, man. Like yeah, he, he would dismantle take- fucking Will Smith so quickly, and then immediately be like, I can't believe Rogan did that. I can't believe oh, he defended himself. They, they yeah. would have taken him out back and if shot it was, him. If it was anyone else besides, if it was any other comic besides Chris Rock. This wouldn't have played out in this manner. I mean, if it was any other comics that we enjoy, it wouldn't have played out in this manner. I don't think. Louis Gomez. Oh my god, the Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> if it was Louis Gomez, oh my god, he'd be he like, "Your wife's a bitch, dude." Destroyed. I mean, <laughs> just send back his body parts to his Flying bald wife, knee. piece by piece. What's that? Flying knee. That's right. Rich Foss. Yeah. <laughs> No, because even me, like I would have taken the hit. I would have been punched. But to come back and not say anything when you've already. What would you you have said? Oh, man. At his wife? Yeah. I was like, it's a shame that you've been married to Robocop this long and you need her. 
she needs you to fight his battles. I would have went with, um, uh, I'll keep my name out of her mouth, out of her mouth but if maybe she can keep that rapper's cock out of hers. That's yeah. very concise. That's <laughs> Well, I don't know the guy's name. Punchy. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> John. That's why I'm not hosting what? the Oscars. My, my my favorite take is that Chris Rock was punching down to Jada Pinkett Smith. I mean, the they're probably pretty cl- on the you know the power intersectional levels. I mean, I assume she's probably richer than Chris Rock, but I don't know. Chris Rock's probably got like I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's a power dynamic between like Chris Rock and Jada Pinkett. It's just, how well did Down to Earth do? I don't even know what that is. That's a Chris Rock movie. It's just noodle brain, fucking lib Twitter, you know, bullshit, fucking white woman take. Fuck around, find out, fucking morons. <laughs> Fuck around, find out. I I love it if like all of the. If fe- Kanye West did the same thing, then. That would be it for Kanye. Yes, of course, yeah. And I guarantee he's thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if Con- Con- it's a very real possibility that that exact thing will happen between Kanye and Pete Davidson at this point. Sure. Well, please please, please don't hit me, Mr. West. Please. I don't know. I just had a big dick. I don't know. I, 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 I'm Mr. West. I was a big fan of yours. I mean, I like, I like having sex with her. I don't know. Uh, okay, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure everyone's heard all of the takes and everyone's bored of it. But but also, that's the idea. It's like, it's all the, can we please stop talking about it? Can we please? It's like, guys, do you not think this is a crazy thing to have happened in the public? Well, just, like, just that mean words equals punch in the face is kind of the core of it. Well, that it should that, be like, a pretty obvious no. Yeah, it should be an easy thing to be like, hey, guys, what the hell are we doing here? Well, there should a be any, like about how mean the words were there's or guy- what his documentary. So he knew better. There's like a guy I was arguing with on uh, Facebook who like boiled it down to like, well, if, uh, if you can't punch comedians then I can't punch Nazis and how will I stop the lynchings? Yeah, that's that's the only. There's been so many Nazis that were mid lynch and just got punched in the face (laughs) by some keyboard warrior. I I did notice there's a big downtick in lynching since you know since intersectionalism. Why is it that all these anti fuck people are always like fat fucking nerd idiots? Like, what is it? (laughs) What is it? They always carry on. They cosplay like I was this tough guy language, and then none of them know how to fight. Like they'd be. They really want her to see this. What's that? They re- uh, they got someone they like in mind, and they really want them to see. It. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck him. Like I saw some guy be like posted by like. Well, I my 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 theory is that it kind of if you're like playing games and you can talk shit over the internet like that and like have some sort of representation where you can be like, yeah, I'd fucking, and then you literally shoot somebody in the head. It's a little bit more mixed, and I think that that might be part of it or there is more of a the, more of a connection like there's a little bit more of a tangible act of aggression to go along with the words if it's in the context of like a competitive video game uh, um, this has been i don't know TED what do you talk. think i don't know i don't know about I, I, what do you I, think? I, I think it's because that's an arena where they're gonna have some sort of like uh like positive reinforcement for saying stuff like that like they're just saying words 
Well, yeah, and the, nope, well, for the, for the last not. few years, it unfortunately there's been a new way invented to uh, get applause for being an asshole, and it's like if you're doing it for justice, then like. Although the the funny thing the, about that is it's never the ends justify the means. Like they never get the amount of applause that they hope they're getting because they're hoping that they're going to get elevated to like influencer status. But it's like forty people gave you a thumbs up, then you know all of them. But what I mean is that the people who keep talking, like the puncher Nazi people, they don't have any. The, I know a few guys who have like genuine combat experience, and these are fucking animals who. You know, one of the guys is like he's shorter than me, and this guy's guy like you know Patrick's sort like you know jujitsu and whatever. He's been like training since he was fifteen years old. This guy's like close to forty two now, and he would and you know he's not even the least sort of antifa kind of person. And you know, I was in a thread and they would you know someone was talking about like I was talking about Rogan and they were like oh yeah Rogan he's like you know he's like so short he wouldn't even be able to reach Will Smith. I was like. Do you really think that someone with proper martial arts training wouldn't be able to completely dismantle Will Smith if they wanted to? That's what what these people do, and you know, obviously, this person who's like, oh well, you know, rogue, we, these people, can, you know, your height doesn't matter. At least well, when it comes that is, to that is just repeating skills. something that was in a meme of like there somebody the fuck bought, around like, find a, out like, one? no there was somebody that hired like an airplane or something to fly a banner over something saying that like Joe Rogan was five three and it was yeah. like a internet joke for I a find week. that very offensive being five three myself but he would but but it doesn't matter like Rogan would, if you have the experience or if you have the skills, you could, could fucking destroy someone. You could fucking destroy the, the height. I would have not... just bit Will Smith in the penis. Yeah, I would. That would have been my first move. I would have 69 with uh, Will Smith right he in front of Jada Smith. He would have up and slapped me, and I would have just gone down into a full split and bit his dick. You just started uh, playing Wild Wild West into his cock like a harmonica? Yeah. I would have actually gotten into a good, meaningful relationship with Will Smith, and then I could made do, I could do and then silver. Would have had beers after. That's if I right. Ju- if yeah. I just painted my hair silver, it would be just like Cisco. Yeah, our plan would be to stop him, shake his hand, go for a beer, and convince him to leave his wife. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you're not in a healthy relationship. No, we would. We wouldn't do a slap. We would just do a step. Like I, I would you get turn him into to a high five, and then it does like the Fresh Prince. No, we would do like a porno sixty nine. You know what I mean? Like he'd be holding, he'd hold me up by the legs, and then I'd suck him off and then we'd 69 on stage and then i'd like i'd hope i'd uh you know as my mouth is filled with cum i'd be like all right we'll be right back after these messages and then (laughs) and then you know cut to jada smith's face it's crying and then her and then i would kill her non-binary children and uh, then me and Will Smith could be able to. Then we would get jiggy with it, and, and then, uh, quite uh, quite frankly. And then when the camera so. cuts back, it's Robert. De Niro. Go to Miami, maybe. And, th- and then when the camera cuts back, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Francis Ford Coppola take the stage. That's right. Talk yeah. about the Godfather. And they're like, "Oh, this was kind of weird. I guess uh, did no one clean up the cum off that's, the stage? That's I guess something that's I uh, I noticed too. Uh, I was thinking about yesterday because uh, they had the Godfather retrospective, fifty years. From when it uh, when it filmed and like the situation they had that night, you know, when Marlon Brando sent uh, 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 the uh, Native American uh, woman to accept the award or decline the award, right? And there was a big incident there because John Wayne John Wayne the shit out of her. That's right. Yeah. So like fifty years apart, and then there's like the, like the biggest, most 
offensive thing to happen to the Oscars. Since I don't then. know whether it's offensive. It's just a wild well, thing I mean, to happen that we just watch that's it. That's a better and then way people of putting it. Yeah, like the wildest thing since then. Clapping afterwards, and it's not. Uh, I, I didn't follow it right before. I didn't read it. I, just, I saw it on my Facebook feed right before we started. I saw a headline that said that the the people at the award show are now saying that they asked Will Smith to leave and he refused. That's just the headline clickbait version. I haven't followed up, but anyway. Anyway. Yeah, that's a crazy thing that it was just, A, that it happened at all, but then to just kind of sit down and just keep hanging out. And but I think in a way, you know, and, to argue with myself a little bit, I think it's a good thing, you know, that it happened in the manner because like you're like, well, oh, these people are just phony stupid animals that's all these people are they're just yeah. you know well, they're, now, they're just covered is, in money is the only difference that they are that yeah, the, they have between us the oscars come full circle because they were created to sort of like dissuade the rumors of fatty arbuckle potentially killing somebody really which he did yeah he what's was, the story there he was uh he was accused of murdering a woman that he tried to save. the rape right yeah right I read so it was a false accusation of rape. She actually died of a heart attack or something like that at yeah, a party or something. And he was trying to resuscitate her, right? But they uh, accused him of murder and rape, right? And because of that, they created the. And then he's acquitted, but he's still sent out of Hollywood because then then that's when they implement the Hayes Code, right? Right, the Hayes Code, and then the Oscars to sort of like show off the glamorous part of Hollywood, to sort of like brush that part of it away. Oh, so it's in response. So it happens at the same time. So the awards show is in response to because people are saying, "Oh, Hollywood is all fatty yeah. arbuckle. They're all having yeah. orgies and yeah. shit like that." Yeah, they're, they're like, "No, they're trading children. They're fucking filthy, awful people." They're like, "No, look how nice we are. Yeah, we dress up and we." We're not Holly. You. We're not elite pedophiles at all. That's right. We are not <laughs> Satan worshipping blood drinkers. You know. Yeah. yeah. And the ninety uh, fifth Oscars next year just. One of the kids gets out of their crates and runs across the street. Yeah, just full QAnon <laughs> fantasy. The QAnon just goes crazy. Just this yeah. naked kid just running. Ah, ah, and like, like, where's the Epstein Temple? Where's like the Jake Epstein Campion's Temple? Jake trying to get him. <laughs> it turns out they just have, have a big net. <laughs> they have some kind of technology that like somehow downloads a full child inside each Oscar statue. So they're just giving them out. So they bring them home and they just press the button on top and a nude child falls out. That's crazy, man. It's, it's absolutely true, though. Man, I'm gonna be thinking. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about Jane Campion running around with like a jungle hat. Like, <laughs> Go over here! Go over here! The little fat kid. Yeah. He's <laughs> oh, he eating an ice cream. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna get the power of the dog. Yeah. All right. Well, that was good. I think they got our takes right. Yeah. Yeah. And There's now no, we'll never um, talk about it again. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I, it's hard. But I, I think it's a good thing. The more comedians get uh, sent to Mordor from Hollywood, I think it's a good thing. The more you know, comics get just we don't get completely isolated from respectable society. The better it is, I think, for comics. I think. Because why, why, why would you the, want to be a best, part of the this? The best thing is that this is going to be a new revenue stream for touring headliners. They can come to each town offering Mike Fu lessons to the local comedians. That's right, yeah. Oh, uh, Chris Rock's ticket sales, I guess, took a jump after this. Yeah, I want to hear him jump? talk about it. I, I've, I've seen him uh, this week with pictures of him at like the at 
doing like shows. I'm sure he's talking about it. I'm interested. He's got a show in Boston tonight, apparently, because that was a headline today. Chris Rock does first show after Oscar incident. Oh man! All I I can think of is like local man goes back to work after bar fight. The bills didn't go away. (laughs) Oh man, I feel I I feel kind of sad for him, man, because it kind of. I hope he doesn't say anything at all about it. People pay. Like the slightly it weighs on you, man. Like when that thing that happened with me with the Columbia lady, that kind of weighed on me. I mean, luck, no one ever saw it. I can't imagine anyone, but just in the fact that you know my friends saw it, there's a there's a moment where you keep doing the thing in your head where you're like, I could have done something different. Maybe I could have diffused it. But like John said when we were talking about, he's like, this is a crazy yelling woman. What the hell are you gonna do? You can't. You're not gonna punch. Yeah, this woman. You, yeah, you just he didn't really have any choice but to just stand there and let her tire. But still, like out. in the head, I was like, maybe I could have said something or got a laugh here. You might have been able been to like, say something that would have sped up the process of her getting the fuck out, at best. I wish we made it funnier. There's no way that you would have recovered from it. The situation was weird enough that the the onus is off you. Yeah, I, that's I not. That was fine. You you would have to be like the best. Uh, crowd work comic alive to dig yourself out of that situation. It's just that when you're comedic, like in the in a in the oh, you're never gonna heat of a conflict up about it. Yeah, your your comedic instincts, like when he does that thing when he's like, "Oh, this is the greatest night," and I was like, "Oh shit, he's doing the thing where you're just saying the word really slowly to find the next word to come out of your mouth, hey, hoping shot. there's something there." He had he had a loaded gun and he chose not to use it and he was trying to find a way out. He didn't even know, but the thing is, to use that, he didn't know, know that he, he had a loaded gun. It's like having the loaded gun and then oh, he knew leaving that's... the stage and then finding out that you have the load. Oh, this fucking gun was here the whole I, yeah, time? Yeah, probably the had. moment that he walked off stage, he was like, I could have said that, I could have yeah. said that, I could have said that. I, I, I disagree. I think he knew he had it because he had that moment where he's like, oh, I could just... Yeah, maybe. He might have been too still befuddled. He, like he, he, he stumbled th- at his words even when he tried to get back to the the uh, the award. It's a, a wild bit. thing to yeah. do, man. Yeah. So no wonder, but he's like, how do you get back? As, and the thing is, as a comic, you like, I was like reading his apology and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You're apologizing to this nut? You're apologizing to this fucking Well, this I, I think, stupid I've, fucking I've, I've heard that that thing was not an actual statement by Chris Rock. I'm not sure where it came from. No, it from. wasn't. Okay. Uh, oh, it wasn't. Yeah, no, I was like, very disappointed that Chris Rock was apparently apologizing for his own assault, but I've heard that that is not an actual oh, it's real a statement. Fake. Oh, yeah. oh, you see, okay. uh, Jim Carrey fucking... today too. He's like, oh yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's like, wild that Jim Carrey is the sane one. Yeah, you know he, what I mean? He's like, I would have announced I was suing him for two hundred million. Yeah, I read. I read a very snarky article about it. Like, oh, for some reason, Jim Carrey needs to give us this hot take, even though it has nothing to do with him, white man. You fucking mindless cunt! You are the one giving us your shit. Did not even opinion. mention that Jim Carrey used to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. They came up together, him and Chris Rock. Yeah, in the nineties. Oh yeah, it would yeah, have been around the same yeah. time. Yeah, the do you store. know that he was on Fresh Prince, Chris Rock? Oh yeah, I guess so. I never knew this. But he was on an episode of it. They know he knows him from back then. Yeah, no, that's that's probably it. Like, I I, I, I don't know. remember I never that seen show that. whatsoever. Like I remember the Jeffersons were on an episode. That was kind of weird. And he's like, Philip, why? Where are we going to dinner tonight? Uh huh. <laughs> that's my Jeffersons. That's pretty good. <laughs> so uh, 
I've I've got a quick little thing that we can uh, we can talk about to wrap it up too as a as a palate cleanser from the uh, the hot takes. Mm. Um, or, or earlier this week, I, I don't often get to t- like leave the office and take a full lunch break, but one day this week, I just I was caught up in my stuff and everything was okay, so I like was able to leave for an hour and I went through a drive-through or something and got something to eat and brought it back here and watched like 20 minutes of a podcast or something. And then, uh, I had like 20 more extra minutes of just at home before I needed to go back to work. So I decided I've got my laptop hooked up to the big TV up in the living room. I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a good old spank sesh before I go back to work. Yes, Jonathan. And, uh, I, you know, I, I get up, I have my laptop upstairs. I sign into the, the porn hub. It's been a while Uh since I've been to the porn hub. I think it's just called regular porn hub. I don't call but, uh, they don't call it the porn hub. No, I was all ready to go right on the couch in the living room. There's no curtains on our big window. Somebody could come to the door at any moment. It was very exciting. And, uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, you got to keep the romance alive. I, I've got the laptop over on like the the table thing where I've got like my PlayStation and stuff over to the side. So I've got this mouse I brought upstairs to plug into the laptop so that it could reach over to uh, to my dear wife May's TV table, so I could operate the mouse from the couch. I didn't need the keyboard. Um, I would just click on categories until I found something. But when I'm setting up, I, I got my pants down, I got my dick out, and like I go to set down the mouse and find gigantic toenail clippings. <laughs> uh, roughly, roughly the size of these bottle caps <laughs> on, on May's supper table. Just a bunch of talons. Hugest toenails I've ever seen in my life. Just all curled, just a little pile of them right where I'm putting my masturbating mouse. So this story goes one of two ways. Either you're like, all right, now I'm really on board, or... Well, it was more, I just put the mouse down and kind of scooted them off to the side and then continued with the task at hand. Uh I appreciate your commitment. What did you settle on? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't know. Somebody with big titties. (laughs) I'm easy to please. (laughs) Big titties and long toenails. Damn, man. Fucking toenails. Toenails. I I do the toenails in the... my my daughter gets married sometimes. She's like, I do it over the garbage can in the bathroom. I do it in the sink in the bathroom. I'll do it. Uh, Is that weird? That's a bit of a stretch. I'll do Why? it on my bed. On I top. I mean, physically, that's oh, a, yeah. that's a <laughs> long way to lift your leg up. I'll do it on my bed on top of the comforter, and I'll keep then you eat in it? one area. Yeah, yeah, and then I eat. I put him in my asshole, <laughs> and then I walk around and go, "I'm a duck." Quack, quack. <laughs> Come on, man. That sounds ridiculous. That doesn't sound like a <laughs> thing that you would the really do. Garbage can. Yeah. You know, the, the two or three times a year I actually clip my toenails. Grind it up and smoke a toenail blunt. It's not as big, mm. it's not as big a, not as yeah, pressing a thing when you can't see it most of the time. Yeah. Well, this was, uh, this was, this was action packed, this show. Yeah, this, this is a banger. A little bit of Snoop Lion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh. Out. Oh, yeah. What, we, Wait, what are the what, shows that you guys have coming up? How are your shows, man? Fucking great. Yeah. Had a great time. It was a great weekend. Kate Davis was pretty funny. Right. Yeah, just good all around. Yeah. Except for the dumb heart women. Oh, well. Man, I hate it when women are hot. It really <laughs> upsets me. 
Um, you had a few shows, didn't you? Went to a record no, I show. haven't done anything since uh, No Jokes Barred. What? Oh yeah, the record. Yeah, yeah and Fredericton had a sh- had my first show, and I kept s- I've said repeatedly that I haven't done a show in Fredericton for a while, but it was a downtown Fredericton show, which is different than doing like the breweries on the the outskirts. So is is very young, and I was worried was going to be very woke, mm. but it was fine. How was that? It was fine. I had fun. I had a good set. Nobody said like even the, the the material wasn't like super SJW woke stuff. Like there wasn't anything that I would call like not politically correct. Nobody was really like swinging for the fences or anything. I always I'm always under the impression that these art and Tifa people think that comedy is embarrassing, and I kind of get why they think that comedy is embarrassing because every time a com a comedian fucks up, they're always like, yeah, fucking dumbass, com- like Chris Rock or whatever, whatever a- it at is. At least there there always- was there was one young hipster gentleman with a little uh, uh-huh. mustache Buffett that was like great set man finally someone who agrees with us and i'm like and we gave a zig kyle to nice. each other which us is was that? he a terrible artist i i was doing my convoy stuff so okay. i think he was just like within his circle probably if he's you know a freedom lover like me uh-huh. he might feel <laughs> isolated in that social circle yeah. so for me i'm just a beacon of uh of libertarian light. Yo, you're his Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, yes. this is the salt match that you, March you did you do. He's like, I, I want to go see Dave Smith, but there's travel restrictions, so I got you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is <a> perfect. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Damn. <laughs> but now I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing Shane's Pub Down Under show in two weeks, whenever that is, and then No Jokes Barred is the third Saturday in April. Oh, I should ask uh, if there's any spots open on that show. Pub Down Under? Yeah. Yeah, Probably. probably. I'm I'm in the mood where I'm saying yes to everything. Uh, it's uh, April twelfth. Yes to the dress. And uh, yeah, no joke. Spired is on the sixteenth. That's uh, Easter weekend. We can celebrate the death of Christ together. Hell yeah! Any chance? Uh, is, or is that all full up? Uh, yeah, it's full up. I probably shouldn't put you on the spot like that. <laughs> this is your trick, Brian. You always every episode of the podcast be like, "Hey, now that the world is watching." You, he's the last this, person. This, you think you that just you Will Smith me, man. I'm, yeah, I'm going to embarrass him in front of twelve people. In front of, yeah. look at all those listeners we've got. Yeah, we got like three hundred listeners. Right yeah. All right. Um, I'm, I have a show on at Punchlines uh, on the seventh of April. And on with the first Kenny Loggins. Kenny, what's his name? Ke- Kenny Loggins. You know, Kenny, what's his name? Robinson. Kenny Robinson. Kenny and Robinson. Darren Frost. You're in the danger zone there for a second, my friend. <laughs> that is Kenny Loggins. That new uh, Top Gun movie is coming out. I can't believe yeah. he's still. I was never still, into the old one. I wasn't really it into it either. It doesn't really. I don't really like it either. I but. like it, but I also recognize that it's it's very weird. No, it's yeah. I I, I mean. I, I would be more excited about Under Siege three. You see, well, John's. Yeah, he'd have to come back from Russia from fighting Ukrainians. <laughs> He's just over there fucking waddling around a minefield. Yeah, fucking opie Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So come and come to that. It's called Rank and Vile. I'll be the host on that show, and should be a bunch of fun. I'll take do a you bunch to the of crowd bank, work. Zelensky, the blood bank. That's right. And uh, April first, although that show's sold out, so if you don't have a ticket, you're 
Dude, you don't have to do that. Yes, man. I do. There's absolutely nothing you it's can so do to gross. see RF Hussein. I hate Hussain. it when people do that. I hate it when people you do cannot. that. Put the thing with the, it's like sold out. It's like, you can't come to this. It's it's such a <laughs> If you're not one of the fucking... exalted true fans, you will not have the pleasure. If you wanted to punch RF in the face, you can't do it on April's Wolves You can't Day. do it. I got some fucking training, man. Punchlines has a good stage to avoid face punches. It would be I'm hard to get up it. there. I am. I am. Get, I am Somebody getting would have into to a climb up on the table fight. or walk all the way around and go up the. Stairs. Come out to the shows. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. We're pretty well protected. Oh, on, on that Saturday, they got one of the bouncers from uh, Blush down. Yeah. After that whole incident, that guy. You need to get it, some chicken wire up in front of the stage. Oh, just this giant <laughs> fucking like six foot. Yeah, like in fucking Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah. Just this giant. People just bottles smashing on. The, what that right thing doesn't make any sense. When they're playing the music, how are you playing the music as shards of glass are entering into the fucking game? I don't know. No, if that movie no makes stupid. any sense. I, I don't think a beer bottle would even break on like chicken wire. No, it would not. It would just end. It would go through the thing and it hit the guy. It's, it's like like that scene where like do, he, do you know oh, wait wait hold on you you know you do know how they can continue playing through the shards of glass how because pain don't hurt okay thank all right John. well thank you very that's much. A, that's a line from the movie come on guys yeah you remember that scene There's where a, they're fighting on that one little like stretch of beach yeah yeah and, like the guy gets him and he's like I used to fuck guys like that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So he like, just gets really gay, <laughs> and he and he was like eyeing him the whole movie. Yeah. In the hardware store, he's like fucking just staring right at him. <laughs> and then like Patrick Swayze's response immediately is to r- panic and rip his throat out. <laughs> I can't be gay. I can't be considered gay for even two seconds, please, for the love of God. Man, My I- favorite part when I saw that was the boob groping scene where the the guy's like selling a grope off his girl to the other guy oh, for yeah, like yeah, five yeah, bucks, yeah. and he just. He's like, I ain't got five bucks. And then the fight breaks out. Yeah. And that- I'd fa- buy that for a dollar. I already know what Ira's favorite scene is. It's the uh, the little tubby guy getting fucking a polar bear <laughs> knocked down on him. Hey, yes. He, I said that to Brian. He, he sends it to me like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he's like, uh, man, I wish we had. I think we've already played it on the show anyway. Oh, yeah, we, we played that clip. Well, all right, man. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Four Story Walk Up. My name is Arif. Brian. This is Brian. Jonathan Forward. And that's Jonathan. Don't punch comedians. Don't. Don't I mean, punch anybody. Please, please, come and, please come and try to punch me because I've been taking jujitsu training. And my friend Patrick... You are doing a show at Punchlines. You're kind of asking for it. Come at me. Fucking come at me. I'm going to eat your fucking balls. I mean, we're going to... We are going to make out. All right? And then we will kiss, okay? I'm going to be practicing using a mic stand as a bow staff. That's right. I I can't wait to see my friend cry on stage. I'm going to cry on stage. (laughs) All right. The end. Yeah.